say that to me when I was little. He say, "We're going to flip this coin, heads I win, tails you lose." And I never won. I didn't understand. Sometimes you just got to realize you can stack the odds in your favor. You just get Jesus involved and I win. Try what you will. I win. God is so good and it's wonderful to be back. And uh, see all your wonderful smiling faces. And uh, we, I have a couple of words for you tonight. And I believe uh, the Lord wants to uh, speak to you. Um, some of it, um, you have heard something similar before. And that's the way the kingdom of God is. You want to, as Jesus said, again I say unto thee. You can be seated just for a moment. The Bible says in Psalms... 127, verse 1, Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman watches, but in vain. It says in verse 2 of Psalms 127, It is vain for you to rise up early or to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrow. He's saying, listen, if you try to do all this on your own, you are in trouble. Verse number three, he is speaking here of building your own house and building your own children. And he says this, Lo, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children... Of the youth. It's important you have children. It's important you put them in the right direction. And then it says in verse 5, Happy is the man that have his quiver full of them. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. And as I said, you have heard me give this word before. But I am going to give it one more time. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's my fourth arrow. There is something that... Thing one, thing two, and thing three all want very badly. And it's in here. All right. Hold yeah, up. Listen now. What is it? What is it? Hold it out. What is it? It's a thing for. You know what that means? Another baby? Yes! <laughs> We're going to have another baby. Like yeah. <laughs> Yes. 
So as I said, you've heard that word before at least three times, and you've just received it again. I am so excited about Thing 4 on its way. Amen. Wasn't that fun? I do have more to say, but I did want to say that. It's kind of all downhill from there, to be honest with you, but anyhow, there it is. Thank you all so much for all your prayers and continued prayers for us. And, um, and uh, I don't want to be rude and crude or anything, but uh, someone says, uh, uh, do, you, do you need to know how that works? I said, obviously I know. Praise God. Ain't God good? All right, so now we need to get into the Word. Thank you, Lord. I do want to say something uh, that just about faith. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be real long tonight. Um, we have reason to celebrate already. And uh, so we are going to be... I know I still see some of y'all just shaking your head like, I can't believe that just happened. Is he for real? Is he for real? Yes. That's wonderful. Everyone that we told today was like, it was, it was this growing thing. It was like, <laughs> we're going to be in Acts chapter 12. And verse number four, I'm going to read through this. And I, I have actually personally given this word to a number of people lately. And I, I feel uh, when I was praying that the Lord just wants me to uh, put, some, put this back in your heart and your spirit. And uh, I want to talk about faith. And I want to talk about true, pure faith. You know, I've always wanted to live in faith and I've always wanted to walk in faith. Uh, but if you're really going to walk in faith, you need a, a pure faith. A pure faith is not muddled by whatever the circumstance is. It doesn't change based on circumstance. Faith in God, it just stands the test of time. Faith in God is Abraham, a hundred years old, still waiting on the promise. And getting the promise. Faith is again going out and praying until you see the cloud the size of a man's hand. In verse 4 of chapter 12, and we're going to just be skipping through this. And when he had apprehended him, speaking of Peter... He put him in prison and delivered him to four cron say that word for me. Quaterians, there you go. You can't even say it. Of soldiers. To keep him. And he intended after Easter to bring him forth to the people. So in verse number five, it says, Peter therefore was kept in prison. Have you ever been in a situation and you feel like you just can't get out of it? You're not just there. You're locked up in there. 
you're not just there. There are all these soldiers making sure you stay in there. Anybody felt like you've been in that kind of situation? But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing unto God for him. Now, Herod had plans for Peter. Peter was there sleeping in verse number 6 between two soldiers, and he's bound with two chains, and the keeper before the door kept the prison. I mean, they had this man locked up. They got two people. Each of them have a chain, so if he even moves, they know what's going on. There's a man right outside, and God's looking at this impossible situation. And God's like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to work. And so in verse number 7, the angel of the Lord came upon him. Now, this is a, this whole chapter uh, is just an amazing um, amazing thing to me of trying to figure out where the faith is here. Because when you look at this chapter, every time I've seen it, and I have talked about it before, it seems like there is no faith here. Hmm. Behold, verse 7, the angel of the Lord came upon him. And shined a light in the prison. He's in the deep, dark dungeon. And all of a sudden, the lights come on. And he smote Peter on the side. And raised him up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off of his hands. The angel walks in. And kicks him, hits him, whatever he does. And says, get up, Peter. And immediately his chains fall off. Now, I would think at that moment, Peter's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Watch me go. Watch me go. But Peter's like, oh, man. Fine. He gets up, and the angel's having to just kind of drag him along the angel says to him gird thyself come on get dressed Peter's like getting up like oh okay I mean I, I'm thinking he's like okay let's go let's get out of here but the angels have to say come on get your clothes on let's go get get everything on get your shoes on your feet come on get your sandals on your feet and so he did he cast the garment about thee and he said follow me so now, verse number 9, he went out and followed him and wist not <laughs> what was done by the angel, but thought he had saw a vision. He don't believe he's getting out of here. He don't believe it. 
He does not believe that that light shine was really a light. I've seen people, a Holy Ghost is moving in your situation, and you refuse to see the light. you just like, well, it's just, well, it's something else. I don't know what it is. And God's like, hey! And God's having you walk you through instead of us just jumping up and being like, hey, it's getting out of here time. We're like getting up. We're like, okay. Here we go. Gets out. I still don't believe it. Doors are opening in front of him. Just Now, this is back before the cool doors. When I remember as a kid, really, when the doors first started opening, where you stepped on the pad. That's the way it always was. You stepped on that pad, and that door opened. I'd step off and wait for it to close. I'd step on it again. They open up. Oh, I thought that was right. This is before all that. He's just walking up the doors, and they're just like... Walks up to the next door. They were passed through the... First and the second ward in verse 10. He still thinks he's seen a vision. They came unto the iron gate that leadeth to the city. He's come out of the inner prison, out of the outer prison, away from two men that had two chains and a guard on the outside of the door. He's walked by all of them and passed on through to one of the streets. And the angel departed from him. Verse 11. And when Peter was come to himself. Peter finally realized, I'm really out of this situation. I, I really, I really am out of this situation. I can't, has anybody ever realized you're on the other side of the miracle and you're like, oh my goodness, I, God really does love me. Yeah, God really does care for me. God really has brought me out. I didn't even think it was possible. It appears that he has no faith. A light shines, and he's like, there goes that light again. Has to get him dressed, walk him like my kids in the morning. Put your shoes on. Get your clothes on. Put your pants on. Yeah, walk through the whole thing. Peter's like, you know, this kid finally getting there. And now they, you know, they basically walk down the stairs. I don't even know how they make it down the stairs in the morning. They go down. Peter's finally out, and he comes to himself. Huh. And he says, now I know for sure that the Lord has sent his angel to deliver me out of Herod's hand. All of a sudden, something came on him, and he realized uh, I am free uh, from what I used to be in, uh, the situation that had me bound, uh, don't have me anymore. Look at me now. Now, the reason this happened is in verse 5, going back. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Thank God they had faith. But I can't find it. It doesn't look like Peter has faith, and it doesn't look like they have faith. Because when you follow this in verse 12, the end of verse 12, it talks about they went to John Mark, uh, Mary, which is uh, 
uh, John's surname is Mark, where many have gathered together to pray. Verse 13. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came and hearkened, named Rhoda. And she knew Peter's voice. Let me in. Oh, that's Peter. And she was so excited, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran and told how Peter was before them at the gate. Here's the people that were praying. This is their faith. Are you ready for this? Verse 15. They said unto her, Thou art mad. Please show me the faith here. Peter don't believe he's getting out of prison. He's walked all the way out of the prison before he finally realized, I'm set free. The people that are praying for him without ceasing, someone's knocking at the door. This little girl comes up, hears the voice, comes in excited. There's a miracle happening. And they said, you're crazy. We know where Peter is. He's locked up, always been locked up, always going to be locked up. This is where Peter's going to be. He don't believe it. They can't understand it. They look at them and say, you are mad. But, but this, this cracks me up. Verse 15. Back to verse 15. Oh, we're gone. That's all right. This thing don't even believe it. <laughs> Nothing believes it. And I'm trying to give you a window into the supernatural. <laughs> and he says, thou art mad... But she continued to affirm that it was even so. It is too. This poor little girl is having to fight all these great prayer warriors in there. It is so. It is so. It is so. To the point they still don't believe he's out. This is what they come up with. It is his angel. They believe that an angel could come and knock on their door, but not Peter. Now, when I look at this chapter, I'm like, where is the faith? And God is doing miracles. The supernatural is happening. And I want you to know that whatever it is you're going through tonight, that God wants to work a supernatural work and set you free. But hear me tonight in the name of Jesus. I know why they were acting the way they were acting. I know while it was going through their mind. I know why people here tonight are battling and trying to pick your faith up off the floor. You want to know why that these, this great man of God 
I did not believe he was getting out of prison while these great people of faith were praying but did not believe he was getting out because we skipped a few verses. Verse number 1 of that chapter, chapter 12. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. He was vexing them. He was after them. He was trying to separate their families. He was trying to kill everyone that he could. He was vexing the church. Verse number 2. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. The reality of the situation is that they did not believe Peter was getting out because they just dealt with a situation. Do you think that they did not pray for James? Do you think that they did not call on the name of the Lord for James? And we have situations, I do, that I pray about and I don't know why God didn't do that. And I'm looking at the last situation I dealt with. And people want to act like I don't have faith. Or people want to assume that somehow they're just battling and they, they don't have anything. But Peter, this was not just some, some person that got killed. Not that anyone uh, should have deserved that. Uh, but we're talking about Peter, James, and John. Uh, this ain't even just one of the twelve. Uh, this is one of the three. One of the ones that was on the Mount of Transfiguration. Why did he die? Why did this happen? I don't have the answer to it. But what I do know is that these people, that their faith have been crushed and their faith have been fallen on the floor. They did not think Peter was getting out. But true and pure faith has to go beyond the situation. They said, I don't think he could get out. But that's not going to stop me from doing what I know to do. And they went and began to pray anyhow. You hear what I'm telling you? Your back's against the wall. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to get out of this thing. Your faith, someone can look at you and say you have no faith. And maybe your faith has hit the floor. But something gets inside of you. And you go and pray anyhow. Why are they praying? The Bible says they prayed unto God for Peter. I don't know what happened. I don't know the situation. All I know is they did what they knew to do. Hear me. There are people under the sound of my voice. There are people that are watching online. That you had situations come. Knock your feet out from under you. No one understands what you're feeling. You can't even believe God can do another miracle. You can't even believe how God's going to work this out. You're there in the prison. You don't believe you're getting out. You're out there praying for someone in prison, and you don't think they're going to get out. You just don't know what to think anymore, but you do know what to do. 
You don't know how to feel, but you do know what to do. You don't know what's going to come next, but you do know what to do. And so you find yourself doing what you know. Oh, lift your hands all over this place and do what you know to do. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Alla bosotodre mama. I don't have the answers for you. Just like Peter didn't have all the answers. Uh, Peter just assumed uh, James died. Uh, I'm going to die. Uh, and if we're not careful, uh, we just assume uh, that's what it's going to be. Uh, and that's all right. Uh, if your faith uh, is not in a situation, uh, if your faith uh, is in the situation, uh, if the situation don't work out, uh, you lose your faith. Uh, but pure faith uh, is not in my miracle. Pure faith uh, is in my God. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I know what to do. I know who to call on. I know who to lean on. Whatever comes, whatever goes, I know. I feel so much faith begin to rise here. But if you don't have faith, do what you know to do. If you don't have a lick of faith, just do what you know to do. Jesus. Oh, I feel Holy Ghost moving right now. I know you're battling. I know you don't understand why whatever happened, happened. I don't know why James died, one of the three. But I'm just going to keep on believing God. And in my believing God and praying and doing what he asked me to do, all of a sudden somebody is getting out of prison because I did the right thing. It's not about the situation. That's the difference. With the three Hebrew children, King Nebuchadnezzar says, bend, bow, or burn. And they looked at him and looked at the fiery furnace and said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace and he will deliver me out of your hand O king then he say this but if not do you see the difference in their faith it was not I have faith only that God can deliver me from this but if not God's will is going to be done in my life if God don't bring me out of this situation, if this don't happen the way I think it should happen, I don't care because I serve a God that does all things well. I serve a God that has me in the palm of his hand. Go ahead, devil. Take your best shot. I'm in the hands of God. 
Somebody needs to come out of your corner fighting tonight. Somebody needs to realize it's not the end. Just keep doing what you know to do. You just pray again. You just shout again. You just witness again. You just get up again. You just got to do. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Someone begin to pray right now. Come on, somebody. You've been battling. It's time for you to realize. You may not have the faith that you want, but just do the right thing. Just keep doing it right. Just keep on praying. Just keep on believing. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Come on, that's it. Oh. Come on, just do what you know to do. Go ahead, just do what you know to do. I don't even know where my faith is. I, I don't even know how to get up in the morning. I don't even know how to put one foot in front of the other. But I'm going to do what I know to do. Oh, somebody, just get loose in the Holy Ghost. I've got more to say, uh, but the Holy Ghost is trying to help somebody. You don't need me to explain it. Uh, you know what to do. Uh, you don't need me to break it down. Uh, you just got to do what you know. Obey God, Mama. Obey God, Daddy. Obey God. Obey God, young lady. It's not the end. It's not over. It's not over. Come on, Holy Ghost. You know what? You're coming out of prison right now, and you can't even believe it's happening. You think, no, uh, this is too easy. Uh, it can't happen like this. Uh, and God's opening a door for you today uh, to step out of your prison uh, into a place uh, that you can find his mercy. Oh, that's it. That's it. I don't even know why I'm doing it. I just know this is the right thing to do. I just know this is the right action to take. I'm just going to do the right thing and watch miracles happen. Come on, that's it. Obey God. You feel led to pray, pray. You feel led to pray for somebody, pray for them if they're willing to be prayed for. Victory in the name of Jesus. It's not over. I know things haven't run, everything happened the way you want it to happen, but it's not over. Just keep on praying. Just keep on doing the right thing. Just keep on reaching. Take another step of faith.
How can my family deal with this sickness? How can they deal with this death? How can they deal with this situation? I don't know, but I'm going to keep on doing what I know to do because in doing what I knew know to do, there's a miracle on the horizon. I just got to keep doing what's right. Oh, there's miracles in this house. There's miracles all over this place. There's super. Go ahead, Mama. Let the Holy Ghost move through you. That's it. Come on, Daddy. Let the Holy Ghost move through you. My situation, my son, my daughter, my husband, my wife are in prison. I don't think they'll get out, but I'm going to pray anyhow, and I'm going to worship anyhow. Go ahead. Find somebody to intercede with. Find somebody to get a hold of. Lord, in the name of Jesus, prayer was made without ceasing of God for him. The prayer of this church, you just keep praying. Just keep on doing what you need to do. I don't see any way out. I don't care. I'm going to pray anyhow. Oh, what faith, what faith, what faith. Come on. Pure faith is that God's going to do the right thing. Pure faith is not necessarily I'm going to get my miracle, but God is in control, and God's going to work all things for my good somehow, some way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Believe God. Go ahead. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on. I ain't even halfway through this message, but the Holy Ghost uh, is saying that's enough uh, just to remind somebody, just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you've got sky-high faith or, or faith uh, the size of a mustard seed or no faith at all, but just keep doing the right thing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's it, Sister Moore. Let the Holy Ghost touch you right now. That's it, Sister Moore. The Holy Ghost is moving on you right now. That's it in the name of Jesus. That's it, Sister Rita. That's it. Let the Holy Ghost flow. That's it. That's it. 
God's able. God's able. I don't understand it all. But God, you're able. God, I trust you. I trust you. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Just acknowledge him. Just bring him into the situation. Let God be God. Find someone to minister to from the front to the back. In the name of Jesus Christ, find someone to minister to. Go beyond just praying a prayer. Begin to minister to them. Begin to pray in the Spirit over them. Ask God to help them. Their faith may not be there yet, but just keep doing the right thing. Come on, that's it. You're at home. You may not be able to be here, but just do what you know to do. Go ahead and pray that prayer anyhow. Just believe God anyhow. I don't know. My faith seems to be on the floor. That's okay. Just do what's right. Let God be God. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. I just got to get in his presence. In the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. I may not have faith for everything, but I've got faith in God. That's it, Kyle and Crystal. Pray. Pray. Let those children see you pray. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, buddy. Come on. There's breakthroughs there. He never said the way would be easy. He never said it would be a bed of roses. He never said that. He said, take up your cross and follow me. But he also said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Just have faith in me. Pure faith is pure faith in God. Pure faith is faith in God. Not just in the situation, but that God is going to do it. God's going to work all things out for the good. In the name of Jesus. Your brother's not a lost cause. Your sister's not a lost cause. It's not over.